So this monster operated during a time when things were changing rapidly for humankind, both for the best and the worst. You don't get one without the other, of course. This time period has become known as the aughts, or the decade of dilemma. Yes, if that gives you any idea what people think of what was happening at the time. And oh yes, my friends, the time they were changing. There is an air of what is considered acceptable behaviors, and the label of political correctness is coming up about this time. People were dancing in the clubs, enjoying Beyonce's Irreplaceable, or Lady Gaga's Poker Face, or maybe a sweet love song like Taylor Swift's Love Story, LOL. The Black Eyed Peas were chart-topping, throwing out hits right and left, and we were eating it up on the dance floor. We were wearing frosted lip gloss and insanely skinny eyebrows, makes me laugh, and frosted lilac eyeshadow. That We haven't come too far from that either. I did love it. I can't say I didn't do it myself. Jeans were bedazzled with pockets that you would notice from 10 miles away. You could bedazzle anything at that point in time. Bedazzle it, wear it. Bedazzle your own robe. Who the heck knew? Capris were in style. Also trucker hats, especially those Von Dutch ones. Especially popular with the Hollywood crowd. I always thought they made your head look kind of weird, but who am I to judge? Children were deliriously rolling around in Heelys, much to the chagrin of teachers and some parents. And people were enjoying a new era in electronics. The sidekick had just come out. Everyone was mesmerized by the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Blockbuster was the biggest entity in town, where a lot of people went to pick up the latest DVDs because DVDs were hot on the charts. It was a great adventure to go into the Blockbuster looking for your favorite movie on the shelves, hoping you could find the hot hottest new release at the time like Donnie Darko or The Dark Knight or maybe Spider-Man if you hadn't already reserved that movie. You also might have picked up some popcorn, candy, and some soda for a real movie's night. The whole family gathered around the TV, flipped on the surround sound, and you enjoyed the blockbuster movie in blockbuster fashion in the comfort, comfort, lol, of your own home. You would also have seen the following headlines in the local newspaper, whose iconic times were also coming to an end with the electronic era. Some of the headlines you might have read about was Michael Jackson's passing or Y2K. The Y2K situation took up a lot of time. Comedians at the end of all of it had such great fodder for their comedian aspects on life. Unemployment had hit its highest rate at 20, at, pardon me, not 20, in the U.S. at 10.20%. We're also hearing about the H1N1 disease, which is also known as the swine flu. I can't seem to say that for some reason. And there's more to come with that, as we all know. The housing market is distressed, leading the way to what has become known as the Great Depression. The particular history where this poisonous entity chose to, to choose as his personal hunting grounds has a very rich history, 
literally and figuratively speaking, founded by old and dignified money. Amazingly enough, it was the first place for different cultures to thrive and grow together. There is a rich diversity, and at first, black people were flourishing in wealth and culture. In a time where the outside world was not so easy to get along with. Eventually, the separation did hit this part of town as well, and the culture separated. The neighborhood went down in wealth. Maybe due to fear that had overtaken other parts of America, soon the rich in culture began leaving. The neighborhood began to show signs of wear and tear. Wealth moved on, and that, of course, left poverty in its wake, and drugs came along with it, as in many other areas. And there was a new drug on the streets, affordable, and just like the jet set crowd was enjoying, but at a cost that people in the neighborhood were able to enjoy and take advantage of as well. So easy for you to ruin your life now. And adding much more drama to an already drama-filled area that had all the things that go along with poverty, drinking, drugs, prostitution. All of this escalated dramatically with the arrival of methamphetamine, or crack. The area went into a quicker demise. In this suburban setting lived a man with a poisonous soul and a lecherous heart. A suburban man whose sudden medical condition had forced him to confront his own mortality. This brush with death spared his life, unfortunately for all of us, and fate may have played out differently instead. He ex what he experienced afterwards left him holding a bag of sour emotions about life and what he felt entitled to and entitled to do to others. Yearning for a life as it was in the past, realizing the force that gives us life, waiting to satisfy this intense need, and satisfy that voice from within whispering about power to control it, as well as relishing the thought of taking it away, that bright life's force that makes us who we are. Isn't that weird and creepy? Most people find things to do life-affirming after a major illness, like taking up a new hobby, jogging, helping out with the pets in town at the local shelter, but not this guy here. Remembering how, as a young child, the family matriarchs enforced discipline with an iron fist, not only suffering physical abuse, but sexual abuse as well, inflicted by other family members. At least 14 people lived in the home. Feeling a resentment towards all females for not offering protection and security as a child, hungry for that kind of power and wanting to wreak revenge on womankind. Memories of exhibiting that same kind of behavior as a youth on a younger family member, exhibiting a willingness to commit soul-crushing acts of physical violence in, a, in an incestuous manner. When revealed to other family members in the household, instead of being appalled at this behavior, they joined in, making some kind of sad, sadistic family memories. 
like some sad, sadistic family picnic memories. Oy vey. Then moving on as an adult for a short time, going to an environment where things are stable and there is law and order to be had all around, rules to be followed, providing a much-needed sense of stability to, to this poor, downtrodden, Satanistic soul. Where in the past there was none, and he had flirted with the law as a youngster by engaging in drug use and sexual violence, and who knows what else. Having a deep inner need to do so as well. So he was happily passing the time, drinking, but still able to f perform and do his job duties. Then the homecoming. Once returning back home, the drinking escalated, which had never really stopped. It did not stop ever. It just continued and continued to escalate. Also, his spouse had divorced him for drinking. It was intolerable, couldn't put up with anymore. She had to move on. At that time, he ended up moving back to his old neighborhood, cementing the fate of the neighborhood and its people. Moving back into the old homestead, and so life on the dark side of the moon began. Soon, there was a new party spot in the hood. Oh, boy. And all the local riffraff enjoyed partaking in drinking, drugging, and whatever else the mood called for. Hey, it's party time. Already having served time for a crime against a woman, deciding that keeping up a good front was the best kind of defense and essential to hiding the devil inside. So then he begins to attend AA meetings, getting along in the world, acting like he was not the way he is, a wolf in sheep's clothing. To the outside world, he would be perceived as a normal individual. But on the inside, he walks on the dark side. Soon, the area started to notice some of the area women were missing. Hmm. Although it was only the families of the missing women that were concerned, and there was a low buzz that started to overtake the neighborhood. What was going on? Where could these women be? It was normal to have these women not in constant contact, as many of them had issues with drugs or drinking or just being lonely, whatever the reasons, mental health issues. Nobody else put the pieces together. And those in positions of authority displayed no compassion or concern for these missing women. And the clock kept ticking. And warm women kept coming up missing. Well, all this is going on, the party house is going strong. If the house is a rocking, come on a knocking. And women were especially attracted to this outgoing individual, this wolf in sheep clothing again that was so friendly and presentable. Many unwary females wandered into his lair. Ooh, come with me, my pretty. And whatever the reasons were, a drink, a smoke, a blow, it is the call of the Pied Piper and not sending the, dang 
not seeing the danger engaged in the dance, the dance of the macabre, because the poisonous being enticing them to dance wanted it to be their last dance. And meanwhile, in the neighborhood, there is a horrible smell that is festering and nobody can quite pinpoint where this horrific smell is coming from. And the neighborhood businesses thoroughly clean and even add new plumbing in hopes of extricating themselves from the extreme smell prevailing the neighborhood. One business even being said to spend up to $30,000. And the beat goes on. Posters are put up around the area of some of the missing women, and many times the perpetrator is right behind, pulling down those very same posters in hopes of keeping the desk quiet. And the beat goes on. On the day the music died for this insidious individual, for it is not unusual for an addicted individual to escalate their activities in a frenzied fashion, and this could be why so many of them end up getting caught sooner or later. It is a fundamentally great loss to all humans when human life is precious and taken. No matter who they are, no matter what they've done, nobody deserves to die. And it is so sad that this was not solved sooner. When it had become impossible to hide his misdoings, it is not such a mystery as to how these things had gone on this long. Soon much attention will be paid to the mysterious goings-on in this household. As fate would have it, there was a witness to his evil. And the clock stopped ticking. The stage was set and the final scene played. Finally, authorities had... Finally... Authorities had no choice but to respond to a call from a witness that something indeed was awry in, at this horrid household. When they went by to investigate, as in many, many other instances prior to, they did not want to believe the victim. No big surprise there. Authorities really did not want to spend time on someone who did not want to meet their standards or who felt like they did not want to work to help out an individual who did not meet their standards as well. True, they have a lot to deal with, all walks of life, all times of different people, and may have developed certain prejudices about the local residents. It is no secret that in lower income areas, they have much more crime, much more to deal with. But still, isn't it still law enforcement's job to protect everyone, not just certain individuals. Things had disintegrated the soul of this house by what had happened inside of it, to the point of even challenging the most seasoned of law enforcement, most likely etching scenes in their brains permanently.